The red today is for Augustin Zaurong and his companions. That's 120 people who have been martyred in China between the years of 1648 and 1930. Even today, to be a Christian in China is a dicey proposition. Um, when I was studying、uh, New Testament letters、uh, on an, in an online course, one of my classmates was someone from China. Who really gave me a lot of insights? If you want to know more about how the first-century church operated, talk with those Christians who live underground in China today. But our homily today will concentrate on our first reading. We have more of the saga of Joseph. If you recall some of the highlights of yesterday, ten of Joseph's eleven brothers came to Egypt. Asking Joseph to provide food for them in the famine, they did not recognize that Joseph, who is now governor of Egypt, is their brother. He spoke to them through a translator. Joseph said, "You must come back and bring your youngest brother Benjamin with you, before I will give you the food." He is setting up this elaborate test to see if his brothers have truly changed since the day that they didn't like him and tried to have him killed, and instead sold him off to slavery.、Um, he. Then today he gives these brothers, as they return, lots and lots of provisions. But he plants a special silver goblet in Benjamin's sack, framing him for a crime he did not commit. Tells the brothers, "You can all go back to Israel with the food, but Benjamin must stay here as my slave to see how they react." They have changed. The theological payoff of the entire 13-chapter story of Joseph is the last sentence of our reading today. After all that Joseph has gone through, having these dreams of his family members bowing down before him, then his brothers being jealous of him, then planning to kill him, but instead sending him to slavery. Then he being falsely accused of adultery. That's chapter thirty-nine. We skipped that. Jailed for two years. We skipped that too. Finally, he has seized the hand of God. This is all preparation so that he will be governor of Egypt when the nation of Israel needs someone to provide for them in the famine. Now. Lots of people today say something similar to Joseph's great insight here. Joseph said, "It was really for the sake of saving lives that God sent me here ahead of you." A lot of people say today, "Everything happens for a reason." I don't necessarily agree with that, but I'd say that God often is involved with things that seem bad, because God has even better plans for us at the end. God can find a way to work with our sufferings if we continue to trust in God's providence and care. Can we take consolation in the fact that God had a plan for Joseph despite the suffering he endured? Joseph succeeded by his gift that he had been given at the beginning, his gift of interpreting dreams. It was through interpreting dreams in the jail that the royal cupbearer, when the pharaoh had a dream he couldn't understand, suggested he send for Joseph. Can we hear a challenge in Joseph's story? 
to make sure we use the gifts that God has given us.